You're listening to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. Here are your hosts, Brian and Gina. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. That's Brian Bishop. I'm Brian Bishop. <laughs> I'm Gina Well, light lifting on my part. <laughs> and we were honored to have an incredible reporter on. On uh, it's time we talked, Michelle McPhee talking about the ins and outs of what goes on over at the magazine, talking about the slot whisperer, which is again insane. Um, but for those of it, it, it mind boggling the, the psyche that goes into a person like that. Um, but this week we thought we would uh let you guys get to know us a little. A lot of you know us from the Adam Carolla show, some of you don't, and there is still plenty of onion layer to peel back, I think, when it comes to you and I. That's right, because of the sweet, sweet center, the candy center yeah. of that onion. <laughs> the nougaty, the nougaty onion oh. center. So we have some questions that have been posed to us, and, and we'd like to answer uh, them. Some of them are going to take you down a stroll down memory lane. Some of them are eh, maybe a little more revealing than we should be, and some are just downright family friendly. Uh, um, but it's a good way for you to get to know Los Angeles through through the scope of uh, what Brian and I have experienced. Yeah, so it's more, it's more getting some... to know us than getting to know the city, yeah. really. I mean, you'll get a little bit of both. But And, exactly. and by the way, I should preface it by saying, uh, send in your questions about Please. us, our experiences in the city, um, living here, things we observed, crazy things, celebrity sightings, for example. And it tickles your fancy. Our handles are right there on the screen. Yes, and we would love to um, continue and include you in that conversation because this is where this is for all of us. So Brian is happily married, and I'm just going to go on, on record and say I've never seen you guys like really fight, do anything. It's, it, wait, it's pretty dramatic. rare. We when you've been through what we've been through, it puts a lot of yeah. things in perspective. And you know, taking out the trash ends up being uh, not that big of a deal when it gets yeah. forgotten. Yeah, I can see that. Andy and I are pretty chill as well, and uh, we certainly stay in a lot more than we used to. Same. Um, I know. No, first. Of all bullshit because last <laughs> night you said I, I gotta go to dinner i'll call you back where i'm like making hamburger helper for the third night in a row uh where did you go to wow. dinner by the way uh went to a uh wow we can talk this is this is a topic for another time we're moving to topic for right now went to a restaurant i think i've told you about it before called dear john's dear john's oh, is yeah. in culver city it's at uh, the intersection of sepulveda and i believe culver boulevard and um the great thing about Dear John's is for the longest time living here in LA and living on the West side, it was just this rundown, um, very almost seedy, but a little bit sad uh, restaurant. Uh, we went in there once or twice. I went in there once or twice. I forget. Once it was with Christy. Once might've been before Christy. And it was kind of a bar, kind of a lounge, kind of a restaurant. There was like a piano on the corner and they were doing karaoke half the time, but it was mm -hmm. the sad karaoke where mm -hmm. there was no video. It was just mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, a, a, a amp and a microphone. And like the little and, mobile karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like the kind, you know, you'd have for a, a home party, not yeah. a lot of actual yeah. setup. And the food was terrible and the drinks were stiff and, and old school. Like, you know, it was like, what do you want? Do you want a martini or you want a Jack and Coke? You know, that that's like your, uh, your, your drink menu there. And this was, this was the entirety of my experience in LA, the first tw 20 years or, or so. And then it got bought uh, by um, 
a guy named Hans Rockenwagner. I don't know if you know that name. Excuse me? Say that Hans, again, please. Hans Rockenwagner is a restaurateur. He, he, uh, he has bakeries called Rockenwagner. Uh, he has restaurants. And um, he and his business, business partner bought this place called Dear John's and completely refurbished it back to its old glory. So now wow. it's this very cool, um, like, you know, uh, almost like a red velvet booths. And mm. it, it's a, it was an old hangout of Sinatra's back in the day. His friend, John, uh, I forget the guy's full name, but maybe you're going to look it up. But uh, anyway, his friend, John, he's like, you, you're, you're a really good chef. You should open a restaurant. And Frank wow. apparently fronted some of the money to open it up. And um, it fell into disrepair in the 90s and 2000s. And only in the last six-ish years has it really come back to life, such to the point that you know, I, I, I pray for the day that it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like a, I think they had a two year lease on like a, a pop-up essentially. It was going to be like a two year project. It's a huge hit. It's packed all the time. They've recently expanded the patio because, you know, because of uh, COVID and now that's like popping all the time and, uh, and they're just keeping it going. It's been five or six years That's and fantastic. they bought a second location in Marina Del Rey, the old chart house restaurant right there on the water. They bought oh. that and turned, it, and turned it into dear Jane's and it's a seafood restaurant and it kicks ass. Like the food's really good at dear John's. Like I got an 18 ounce, no bone in rib, like an 18 ounce, of meat ribeye last night. It yeah, was fantastic. One of my favorite in the city. They do great drinks. Everything's right there. Dear Jane's might be better because like they're wow. really inventive with their food. They have some really interesting seafood dishes. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, um, uh, filibustering here for, because I, I, I love the experience of both places. I, but I'm so, that's where I, I, did, that's, that's where I was last name? night. I recommend Amazing. everyone go there. And Dear Jane's is the new, offshoot which is the seafood version of uh dear john's anyway sorry you were and saying. does the name josiah citron mean anything to you oh was that the uh is that the uh the the proprietor I, the original i think so proprietor? according to so gary maybe he, was, maybe he was colloquially known as john you know i love was, that uh, well back in I, the 40s i believe every part of your story except for the fact that there's a human being named von's hawken fogner <laughs> hans rocken wagner yeah uh, that's the part I'm not buying, but I love everything else you said. Um, so Actually, good. Sorry, just, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I, speaking of random celebrity sightings, the last time we went to Dear Jane's, which was I don't know, a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago, Will Ferrell was just hanging out with a bunch of people having dinner Ooh, there, right in the la, middle la. of the dining room. No, no fanfare, except when I went up, went up to him and you know screamed, "Oh my God, you're Will Ferrell!" Right, and took a picture with like one of those disposable cameras and made a big thing out yeah, of it. Yeah. I was like, can you actually hold still? I'll turn this way. I was giving him direction. Did you pull out your autograph book and ask for his signature? <laughs> That's right. I sure did. Oh, good. Well, thank you for sharing that. That sounds insanely amazing. Um, I want to talk about, I want to take a stroll down memory lane real quick and talk about when we were both a little more, oh, I don't know, wild is even the right word, but a little more carefree than we are these days. We all had bars. We all had our cheers. We all had the place we go when we want to chill where everybody knows your name. And then we had a place where we would got a little, uh, you know, popping off. Give me a give me give me a couple examples of bars like back in the day when you moved to L.A. 
Oh boy. Okay. So obviously there was, you know, the USC bars, you know, the 901 club and whatever goes on there. I don't count that as my actual bar going experience because, uh, I, I, uh, my bar was my (laughs) fraternity. Uh, but once I, you know, went on my own stakes, my, on my own, uh, life out there in the world, I ended up, I ended up, we talked about it briefly, I think maybe in the last episode, but I, I ended up, uh, in uh, Hermosa Beach a lot, at the Hermosa mm-hmm. Beach Pier, um, all those, you know, great, awful bars like, you know, 4Fs. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, the, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, Her- the Hermosa Beach Yacht Club, which was curiously inland, uh, uh, quite a few blocks. Very. Um, and the poop deck. Uh, yeah, the poop deck, as featured in the movie Southland Tales, which no one saw and no one oh, remembers. I uh, but uh, regardless, yeah, those were all places we hung out and it was uh, it, uh, some 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 wild nights were had uh, at these um, maybe less than ideal settings. <laughs> yeah, a lot of damage gets done at the poop deck. And that's not a euphemism. That's the truth, because I've been there that's multiple, the multiple times. They had uh, they, those were, towards towards the great. end of my run. They had like flip cup and beer pong and things yeah. in the back. Yeah. I can only imagine that still still happens. <laughs> those are three great ones, and and those beach communities are great because people are going in shoeless. They're going oh, yeah. in shirtless. Come as you all, are. All service. Yeah. Those are great. I my experience definitely leads more toward Hollywood because I was living. I've. I lived in Hollywood for so many GD years and some of these places don't even exist anymore. There was a place. A lot of turnover. Oh my God. And this was in Hollywood on Vine. There was a place that we loved. If we were going, say the girls were going out fishing, you know. Vine isn't even trendy Hollywood. It's just like dirty Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, strap in because this bar was called Daddy's. And it was awesome. It was seedy, but it was also kind of cool. I feel like I used to see Jeremy Sisto there a lot. My friend ended up um, being friends with, we'll say, oh, Hayden Christensen. Nice. Uh, nice. A lot of a lot of cool, cool people there. Um, I started, I went on a date with somebody that I went up to at Daddy's because he was wearing a puffy vest, which was very Marty McFly. And I like the vibe because I like, you know, talk a little nerdy to so I went up to him because I was into the Marty McFly vest and then we went on a couple of dates. But that was like if we were trying to I had friends that would go, you know, study their lines at the bar and then just kind of see who would uh, saddle up to him. That was that was like our fishing spot. Wow. This is why the show is going to be a huge hit, because <laughs> between us, we've got the city covered. I didn't venture out to the, the Hollywood oh. area very often. It was too far you know, when you're on the West side, like Hollywood sucks because where are you going to park? Why are you not going to drive? Yeah. And t- this is That's, circa 2002. There was no yeah. Uber. No, that was the East side. As far as you were concerned, there was also, oh, for I, sure. I don't know if it exists anymore. Two places that I could only get in when I was with people with juice were the green door, which was like the place, right. which again, I had to know someone who knew someone because I didn't have the juice. You had to and be on the it, please. And Hyde lounge we there I, that was that sunset i don't even know if it's still there i think there's one in vegas now we had to get somebody's girlfriend who was in a famous band to come get us at the door they wouldn't even let us in what is this unless, what, place? what is this it's called hyde like jekyll and hyde okay. h-y-d-e so it, it was also like kind of like very cool way too cool for me but so i, I don't know we, we spent an exorbitant amount of time there but the place that was really my cheers 
Texas was a bar that I hope is still there and a great restaurant called the Bowery Bar on oh. Sunset yeah, yeah. Western almost. This was, I knew all the servers. I was friends with everybody there. My One of my best friends worked there, friends with the owner. This was where I went for blind dates. Oh. This is how I knew I could be tracked if, say, they hadn't sure. seen me in a couple of days. This would be you're my local. last place. You're, you're regular. I, exactly. They, I would, they'd see my signature. They could prove by the camera it was me. This is where I met people that I didn't already know to make sure I didn't end up with my head in a duffel bag. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. had very I had very limited experience with Sunset Boulevard. A few times I went with some friends who lived out there, but it was mostly just to hang out with them. I, the the yeah. one the one specific experience I can remember, well, I say specific, I can't even remember what bar it was. I remember it was next door to like um, the Saddle Ranch. That makes sense. Sure. It was like just a little east across from, was that Maloney's or what was the one? There was an Irish-ish bar. On, yeah, like, but there was also like a Japanese. Dublin's? Was there? Or, was that what it was called? I have no. Oh, yeah, there was a Japanese place too. The, With the, the big did, drum. Yeah, the sake bombs and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that area and it was very trendy at the time. And uh, I was at one of those bars and we were like, hey, let's leave here and go to the next place. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I'm I'm at this point, I'm a few drinks slash bars into the night. Sure. And I'm walking out with my drink. And uh, the bouncer, I'll never forget because it was so, I don't know. It, he goes, hey, hey, what do you think this is? Caesar's Palace? And I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, my drink. Oh, sorry about that. Like, I, I was hey, I didn't French know Quarter. I thought he was being like clever or trying to make me like, no, like figure out a riddle or something. No, no. Anyway, my, my, my time was more. Um, so once I graduated from the Hermosa Pier, which you really should do by like 23 or 24, um, I ended up doing a lot more at uh, Santa Monica's main street. Are you familiar at all with Santa Monica's main street? You mean like everyone knows the, the, the third street promenade? No, not at all. No, there's a main street just south of that. It's actually, it's called main street. It's just one yeah. block in uh, from ocean. And uh, there's a lot of really great bars there. There's Rick's. We ended up spending a lot of time oh, at yeah. McCool's. Um, yeah. yeah. O'Brien's. These are all like, you know, I, I don't know if they're still oh, around. I would hope yeah. the library alehouse. No, those are all still around. Those are all okay, very much good. still around. Yeah, you, I made it, yeah, I made a yeah. fool of myself at Ben McCool's because my friends who lived there and were regulars knew the bartender and um, she was uh, pouring us uh, pints or whatever. And uh, at one point I had, you know, this much left in my pint and she goes, can I top you off? And I said, no, thinking that like she would like, I'm like, no, I, I want a full beer. I don't want you to charge me for what, you know, three quarters. The idiot that I am didn't realize she was going to top me off for free. <laughs> my, my friends Ryan. are like, "What are you? Are you stupid?" <laughs> Which I was. That was that was probably a twofer because she might have been flirting with you, and you said, "Oh, that's a, no," that's meaning I point. don't want your number and I don't want a free drink. So, GTFO, oh, buddy, because well, that was bull, the one bully, shot you struck out. Bullet dodge on her part. <laughs> <laughs> Let's and then, talk about yeah. Go ahead. Oh, hold on, I'm not. I'm not even close to done. I, I was, think you'll appreciate this. I'm this shocked. was around the this was around the time I met my wife. So I was like 29 or 30. No, maybe a little younger, right? Like 27-ish. Anyway, um, uh, I was I lived close to Marina del, Marina del Rey, uh, especially on, on Washington there, uh, all the way to the beach. Uh, you, If you timed it right, which I did, uh, you could do happy hour from 2 to 8 p.m. Because the Cabo, uh, the Baja Cantina, 
uh, started their happy hour at two o'clock. Oh and most happy hours were either like like four to six or whatever. So you could do like happy hour there. <laughs> and they had free, free chips and salsa and the drinks were cheap and the food specials. And if you did happy hour there for a couple hours, you could then like, you know, hop to another bar and then go to Cabo Cantino, always recommended uh, because their happy hour lasted until 8 p.m. It was just down oh the street. So if you did it right, Again, the the, the the dubious notion of this being a version of doing it right, uh, you could uh, go from 2 to 8 p.m. Yeah. Which church basement did you finish in to have your meeting and talk about how you have to, you're, this is impacting your family in the following ways? Yeah, I may have stumbled home a couple of times and been seen by friends, but they, you know, it, it, was like a, it was like a virtual high five. That's great. And then, I, I don't mind saying. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not even going to assume that you're done. The, uh, the, 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 for a time, I don't know if it's the same now, but there was a special, special time in history when like Culver city had a real cluster of dive bars. Like uh, you could do a little dive bar tour in Culver city. Like you could do jocks or dailies, which was a cop bar. It was always great. Filled with cops. Um, you could do, uh, uh the cinema, which was like a, a movie themed bar ostensibly, Ooh. but it was just a dive bar. It was just, it was just dive bar. And then the, uh, the ultimate, the, was the cozy Inn. uh, that was, uh, there were often dogs in the place. Um, uh, not, not strictly. What a name for... Yeah. That's the, the clown. Uh, not strictly enforced. You, you could bring in your own food because it was just a bar uh, and uh, you could do the whole dive bar. Drill. By the way, the best dive bar in the area by far uh, was um, uh, the Lost and Found. I, don't, I doubt very much you know, you've ever heard of the Lost and Found. Never. In its payday, which is a couple of years ago, pre-COVID, they had their, their, their furniture was mismatched office chairs. Like office oh, chairs, they were clearly like taken from an alley. Uh, uh, many of them missing wheels, so you'd have to drag them across the carpet. Oh, and the sign outside. I didn't. I didn't tell Gary to get this, so he's not going to have the picture. But the sign outside said, "said um, uh, 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 the name of the place." What was it? I just said it. Well, the, Lost the, and the, found. Uh, Lost and found. Thank you. Lost and found. Find drinks and dancing. <laughs> The notion that anyone would dance there is absurd. Please tell me they were being ironic. I think that was original intent, uh, but uh, it, it was it was so trashy and so awesome. And it was in a nice part of town. It's at um, Barrington and National. So it's like just oh. south of like... Uh, nice part of town? Aren't there like three strip clubs at Barrington and National? No, there's all food. It's a nice uh, Starbucks. Oh, okay. It's like a nice area. Huh. Um and sadly, I, I have heard from friends that it recently had been purchased and the new owners had uh, had had spruced the place up a little bit. So gone is the glory it. days of, of the greatest dive bar I've ever known. Well, I do like the irony of the cozy inn being the least inviting place I've ever heard <laughs> described before. Everyone there was very friendly. Sure. So my um, recollection. Yeah, I, I right now, I don't live far from the bar that was featured in Magnolia where oh. you know what I'm talking about. William where, H. Macy, right? William H. Macy and his braces. Yeah. So that's, if I, I was thinking if there was ever a time I could ever coax you to the Valley, it would probably be to get a drink at somewhere like that. Ask me what William, William H. Macy's character's name was. What was his character's name in that movie? Quiz Kid Donnie Smith. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, I saw that movie for the first time in uh, an outdoor plaza on a Greek Island. And, um, 
I, for some reason, found the movie to be way more devastating under those circumstances. That's a three-hour commitment. Yeah. It was literally just, that was like the movie they were showing in the placa that night. And then we were all like devastated and put pulled our phone cards together oh. to call our parents. Okay. So we were tourists at one point and people come down here. We, we, friends, family all want to see the, the, the beautiful La La Land. There are places that I won't go. Um, there are places I won't take them. I say, you guys are welcome to roll the dice at on Hollywood Boulevard and I will pick you up in an hour and um, otherwise there are plenty of places I'll take you but are there any tourist spots that even after all your years here you still unironically like truly mm. love going to because I have one that I am a reason pass holders and I got to tell you I still no matter how jaded I am and no matter how much everything seems like it's just one day bleeds into another. The majesty and fun of Universal Studios Hollywood is not mm. lost on me. Okay. We we love it. We live near it. It's a place where we can just run up there. And I'll go as a single rider and just run up there and ride the mummy and Transformers 4 and walk in and walk out because I'm in the single rider line. Yeah, yeah. The kid loves it. Obviously, the, the new Nintendo world is a big part of that. Um, sure. You know. Everything is just, it's so much fun in there. It's so convenient. The food sucks, but otherwise uh, they have a, they, they make a decent churro, but you're not there for that. You're there for Harry Potter, you know, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You're there for Simpsons Land. I mean, all this stuff that is so much fun. It makes me actually feel a lot closer to my dad who passed a couple years ago, because this is all the kind of stuff that we loved. And hmm. Uh, my husband and I want to eventually get jobs as the two New Yorkers that shout things out the window. We're like, hey, uh -uh. you in the uh, Dodgers hat, how do you think they're doing this year? We uh, Ultimately, that's our goal to do that together. And it's, nice. just, it's just fun. It's close. It's not that expensive, especially when you, when you get a season pass. And we've been having a ball just going up there, taking him after school and riding rides. We've had a blast. That's awesome. I, I cannot specifically remember the last time I went to Universal for the theme park. I've been yeah. there for other things and the you know, food events or whatever, but the actual theme park, I I really struggle to even recall. So I have to take your word for it. I mean, it sounds it's a awesome, lot, honestly. lot of fun. And again, I mean, the, the food's whatever. It's fine, but it's like, you know, it's amusement park food, but you're there because everything is larger than life. It's conveniently located between, you know, the valley yeah. and Hollywood. And it's just a great... I mean, we tell my stepson all the time, you don't understand. We didn't grow up here. We're from Kansas and Minnesota. The fact that you can go to a yeah. place just any day of the week that we had to plan a vacation every three years around. Of course, he doesn't appreciate it, but we do. And we're it's having funny. a great time going. So I, I was afraid when I was thinking about this question that I was, you know, being a little too basic because my choice is maybe the most obvious choice for a Southern California tourist attraction, and that's Disneyland. And Yay, you, might, good. you might think, Long oh, Disneyland. <laughs> now I went to I went to Disneyland, I guess right at the end of college or right after, right as soon as California Adventure opened. Uh -huh. And uh it was it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of interesting. Good luck with this. Yeah, there wasn't a lot there. Um and I've recently started going back because like you, we have a little one in the house, our daughter, Tessa, she's six years old. And um, now she has her own 
uh, um, annual pass. So she, we, the, the wife and Tessa go yes. all the time. They have the two passes in the family and they just pop in and pop out. And it, I don't know if you remember this, Gina, but back in our old show, I, I specifically brought up the issue of like, I don't know if growing up in LA, it's the smart move is to bring the kid to Disneyland all the time. So right. it's, very, it's fun. And you know, it becomes like this cool place to go or, if the move is to it. yeah go one, like once every five years, right. so it's really a cool thing. We've obviously opted for uh, one of the options over the other, but the thing you that made blew your my choice. mind, having not been there in twenty years, the thing that blew my mind is just how it, Disney has really embraced like the app. Their app is mind blowing. Like it'll of course tell you all the wait times for all of your rides. Right. You can, there's a ride function. You can do it's like, Oh, it's 45 minutes for splash mountain or yep. whatever. Uh, it'll tell you exactly where every character is. And that's a big deal when you're going with like, you know, a three or four year old girl uh, who wants to meet um, uh, Ariel and all the princesses sure. and everything. So it'll tell you exactly where they are and how long they're going to be there. It's, it's synced with like their, their official, they have official photographers all over the park and you can sync it with your like Disney account so that when you, when they take a picture of you, like a professional, nice picture, it'll just pop up on your phone or in your account. What? Or okay. Small. That's, that's awesome. So of course you can take your own pictures with your phone, but right. if it's like you, right. the family, you want like, you know, a picture of you three right. or four or whatever against, uh, you know, um, Cinderella's Rise of the Resistance. Castle. Yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll just go. Exactly. They'll just take your picture and boom, pops up in your, in your account. Now, the one thing that that scares me, and I frankly haven't been to Disneyland since this took over, is I'm afraid of all the time I'd have to spend on my phone. Am I allowed to go up to the chicken tender shack and say, one basket, please, and hand them cash and say, yes, ma'am? Or is this all app-based now? You are allowed to do that still. It is the Thank least God. efficient way to do it because if you have someone, like maybe your husband or your child who's uh, who's deft on their phone, uh, they're just like, hey, well, you know, or we're hungry, what are we feeling? And it's like, oh, give me a churro and a Diet Coke and a, and a Euro. And uh, it's like, all right, I'm going to order it on the app. It'll be ready in five minutes at that kiosk over there, which obviously is the optimal way to do it. Otherwise, you're ordering, you're waiting, blah, blah, blah. You're standing in line. Um, so they've really, they've gone both feet in on, uh, on the app uh, that I, what I described is like two of 20 features that the app can do for you. It's, it's, it is pretty amazing. But you, but you and your wife, they made it for you. They didn't make it for us who we touch our phone and then it falls into the pond and then we're like, oops, what are the rest of us supposed to do that, that, yeah. that are. Our heart is in some old mining town where we don't know how to do the rest of this stuff. Well, most a lot of the stuff uh, is app free. Obviously, you can still walk oh, up God. to Mark Twain's riverboat or whatever oh, and just God. ride the ride. Um, uh, that I would recommend you go with someone uh, who is a little more de uh, dexterous on, on the app. Uh, uh -huh. with your mileage may vary. If you if you're clumsy with the <laughs> phone, I can't, I can't help you there. And honestly, like the food, the food while not generally healthy is actually much better than it needs to be. Oh, like if you're going to, it's delicious. If you're going to get like sort of some sort of pastry or confection or dessert, something it's going to be really damn good. There are, there are multiple TikTok and, and, and Instagram and social media accounts yes. just dedicated to Disneyland food. 
So you're Dude, there's absolutely YouTube, right about there's that. There's YouTube channels dedicated to Disneyland food. Like I can't believe I'm sitting here shilling for a multi-billion dollar international corporation, but you know, credit words do. They do a really good job. And did you hear the Dole Whip is coming to a grocery store near you? I did not hear that. That's so actually have, really good. Have fun with that. I know. Yeah. Everybody loves the Dole Whip. On a hot right, day, so... you can't beat a Dole Whip. <laughs> So there you have it. So we love some of the tourist stuff because it's fantastic and credit where credit is due. We can absolutely love the parks unironically and have a great time. Um, Brian, you got married in California, uh, northern or central. Yeah, in the Napa Valley. Okay, so northern. Yeah. I got married pretty much southern California. You guys only had a, you know, a 20 minute drive from my house in the valley. It was a lovely drive. Thank you. It was, was it, uh, it was technically on the edge of Ventura County. Yeah, it's technically on the Ventura side. We did that for COVID reasons, um, but it's in the city of Cameo and it was the Santa Rosa Valley, which was very confusing for guests because they thought that that was probably <laughs> literally near S- Sonoma County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, it was it was not far at all. And we I personally had a, a wonderful time going, uh, you know, venue shopping. I don't know. Did you sure. guys? consider anything in LA? Nothing seriously. The one place we would have considered only because my wife's family had been going there for quite literally decades at that point was uh, the Alisal guest ranch in uh, Santa, like near Solvang. Santa Barbara, Solvang area. Right. Um, but they, at the time, Maybe they didn't like us. Maybe this is actually the policy, uh, but they said no weddings. They don't do weddings. Now, I've come to understand they, they have done weddings. Maybe uh, it's more of a cash grab in recent years, but in 2008, 2009, the policy, at least as it was slain to me, was no weddings. That was probably the one. That was probably the one Southern California area okay. we really considered. Okay, that makes sense. Well, we definitely wanted to stay close to home we definitely didn't want to subject anyone to a destination wedding because i frankly i just didn't have it in me so i should point out that i'm from the bay area so for half the guests it was not a destination wedding you weren't trying to be bastard so no we 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 wanted to kind of i mean i was tired i had a long year my dad had died a few months before and i said you know what i still have all of this organizational sort of stress planning energy and I don't know what to do with it in the most romantic way. Hey, do you want to get married or something? And I'll plan the mm-hmm. wedding. So that was, uh, that was how we rolled. No, we were very much engaged at that point. You we just had, you, had you pushed it off to my recollection as you pushed it off a couple of times. Yes. We put it off Cold a couple of times and th- yes, I wasn't sure that I wanted to stick around. No, what my dad got very sick very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so since weddings were neither here nor there for me, uh, um, we decided to uh, get married in my dad's room, in his hospital room, just nice. my mom and and my husband and I and a rabbi. Um, as soon as COVID restrictions lifted, but unfortunately, he didn't he didn't make it till then. Oh. So I have not only a problem with the universe, but also ah, LA County. So um, I I I knew he would forgive me, and I said, you know what? Let's just let's just have a wedding. A real Paragus could have got wedding. you out of any trouble. <laughs> that actually, you know. You know what? If only I had a time machine. So we ended up getting married at the, I thought, gorgeous Jerry Ranch in oh, yeah. Camarillo. It was beautiful, right? Yeah. It was like, it's like half avocado orchard, half blueberry patch. It was, I mean, it was great. It's adorable. And frankly, one of the reasons we picked it was because when you're going to do like a farm wedding, they do not have to provide bathrooms. I, like yeah, I like one that. 
like one porta potty per yeah. you know hundred guests, something insane. And the fact that this place, that is, I'm not a haul in haul out kind of gal. I wanted a little more of a turkey situation and the fact that this place had two gorgeous air-conditioned music pumping in bathrooms i said sign us up nice. so we ended up going with that but um can i just rattle off quickly a list of things that we didn't go with because of budget and oh frankly, please yeah give us your uh your alt five these are the alts so i know you're a gambler i know that you like your craps i know that you like your casinos but i know you'll put your money on a you know any port in a storm. Um, sure. Did you know? Did you know that Santa Anita Racetrack does weddings? You know what? No, <laughs> I can't. Uh, not because I'm looking at a picture. I can picture it. <laughs> it would actually—it's something we looked at. I thought it was super cool. That's a little kitschy. Um, yeah, that's did, interesting. It's kind of cool. Something that uh, I didn't even bother going too far down the rabbit hole because I know we couldn't afford it. Um, oh, really? Say, Is it expensive? Oh no, I'm setting up the next one. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd say possibly even more of a reach than, you know, renting out a party at uh, the Playboy Mansion, which we've both been to. Have you ever considered an event at Harry Houdini's estate in the Hollywood Hills? No. Is it? I know where I know where Chaplin's old place is. I don't know where Houdini's old place is. This is as you come up uh, Crescent Holy Heights smokes. or Laurel. Look thing. at this place. It's crazy. And it's well-preserved yeah. and for people who have more money than I'll ever see, you can put on events there. And it is that looks like, spectacular. It looks like a country club. Exactly. So that that was an option that we didn't consider very long. Um, two more. This one I actually did consider, although it was a little too haul in, haul out for me, and I didn't want anyone to get the bends. Um, you're from the west side, so you must be familiar with the Culver City Stairs. Yes. If you look out, you see stairs that go yeah. up to the heavens. On top of that is the Baldwin Hills Overlook, which is like a little tiny glass structure. Didn't and know I thought, yeah, I thought it would be kind of cool. But again, a lot of restrictions during COVID. And I, I didn't. Uh, yes, you can drive up there, but I didn't want to hear any fetching from people. With it's a little knees. it's a little bare bones. Yes, it's very pack it in, pack it out, which again, not really my style. And finally, another place we considered for a micro wedding when those were very in during COVID was, and I'll tell you the unfortunate reason we skipped it, the beautiful Japanese gardens in Van Nuys right here in the Valley. Oh. Now, if you ever want to take just like some like gorilla style, beautiful portrait shots, you get your gorgeous family and you grab your iPhone and come on over to the Japanese gardens. It is absolutely gorgeous. That's now nice. there's a little, it's, there's like a little tea house. We were going to see about getting married and there would be maybe a dozen people. Uh, don't worry. You would have made the cut. Ugh. But, but the one thing that I was like, does it smell kind of weird? Or is that just me? I don't know. I could be, what, what is something, what exactly is going on? Well, they did this on purpose and more power to them. It's actually part of the Valley's water reclamation oh. plant, which oh. is great and wonderful. Lemons and a lemonade. Yeah. A little, a little briny, a little sure. pond, pond. A little musky. <laughs> So between that and uh, not really wanting to end up with a micro wedding, we we said no to that. But um, but those were our in L.A. Uh, choices. 
Well, I, I, I'll say you absolutely picked the right venue. The one you, you went with is, is, is beautiful. Houdini's place, notwithstanding, because it's obviously out of a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot, out of, a lot of budget. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, that place is kind of stunning. But yeah. the place you ended up at is, is, is really beautiful. Oh, thank, thank you. I thought it was, it was just perfect. Um, yeah. Now, you and I were both at a party many years ago, uh, a, a wedding reception at a place oh, that yes. I... I never, I never knew one could do things like that. Yeah, we were at Teresa. I assume you're talking about Teresa Strasser's reception. I, I think they, I think they eloped to Las Vegas or something yeah. like that yep. for the actual uh, ceremony. Uh, thank God we were, we weren't. Uh, yeah. Any any wedding where it was like, don't have to come to the wedding, just come to the party. It's like great. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. So uh, Teresa extended the invitation to all of us. How well, how well did you know Teresa at that point? Because that was 2000. Yeah, I wasn't working with you guys, but um, Randy and Randy, our friend Randy Wang, sort of set uh, Teresa and I up on a on a date, and we just kind of like fell in love instantly. So we had become friends like on the side, like I was her side piece. Okay, very good. So yeah, yeah Teresa uh, got got married or had the reception at the L.A. Public Library, or at least the downtown yeah. branch. Downtown. I think. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was unique. It was interesting. I think she gave everyone. Like something in a book, refresh my memory. There's something she about gave like, everyone, everyone a, book. a gift wrap, beautifully gift wrapped, um, like you know, surprise, like mystery book. You just take one off the table, and that was your right. your party favor. That was a fun. That was a fun takeaway. It was very unique. I've never heard of anyone else. Do, I'm sure it's happened. I just don't know anyone yeah. else who's uh, done that. Um, similarly, I had a friend, a college friend, who got married at uh, Viviana, St. Viviana's Church, the whole complex downtown. Um, uh, oh, and my it is gorgeous. Lord. It's funny. I texted them today when we when we uh, run over our questions, and I was like, hey, you guys got married in some gorgeous grand hall downtown right and they're like yeah viviana and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous now you can see gina that it's marble and wood and yeah. and lots of hard surfaces unforgiving so, audio wise yes so when the speeches were happening uh, i was seated at one of those tables in the back uh oh, with, the, with the with know with the second tier friends and yep, so yep, yep. we heard nothing we, I not a that. single it was a lot of yeah. and it was like i right, hope everyone's having fun because i'm drinking and not paying attention but then then there was a surprise this is my friend uh, from usc he was a big usc fan the trojan marching band comes into the hall and you have never heard a band projected more <laughs> gloriously it, it was I, I was bouncing I was brought, off a of surface. I was brought to tears with just the majesty of of this uh, of this performance. Like they they built wow. out all the hits, all the you know, fight song and all that stuff. And uh, it it I, I've never I've been to dozens of USC home games, away games, uh, events, uh, and never have I heard the band sound that good. It was pretty awesome. Was your friend like a shipping? Harris or something. I mean, this is no, this is no small amount of money we're talking about. I don't know how much I can say about this friend, but he works for, um, a prom, a, a prominent, uh, Southern California based, uh, space, uh, rocket company. Oh, I, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Um, okay. so, uh, he was like employee number 14 <laughs> at that company. And, please tell uh, me they gave him shares. Please tell me they gave I, him I think, shares. I think, he's, I think he made that okay. I think he made that okay. <laughs> I think one of those shares may have gone to the Trojan marching band that day. Well, that is absolutely gorgeous, though. I. It's funny 
because we both have done audio for so long and we're both used to wearing headphones, my my hearing has suffered. And I don't actually know if it's mm. a physical hearing thing. I think it's more of I'm used to hear sound piped directly into my eardrums. So during COVID with the masks, I had a hard time understanding anyone without mm. reading their lips. I sure, just, sure. I've become very reliant on that. Um, but the one thing I hope you appreciate, because I have feelings about the first and second tier friends knowing who they are based on where they're seated at a wedding right. venue, because that's how it's done. Um, the other thing I loved about our wedding venue was every single table was around the dance floor. There was no second layer. That's so how I wanted, was. Yeah, it's better. They don't, don't need to know. We don't need, you don't need to tell them if they're first or second tier. No, ours, ours was small enough and compact enough physically, like inside the room that there was only yeah. like one layer of tables. Yeah. That's, that's the way. Uh, good. Okay. So we kind of talked about this, but just to bring it home, everybody's favorite subject, Brian, you just got here. You got three bucks, two bags, one me, like an Annie. You're just wide eyed and yeah. you just get off your bus. You just get off your Greyhound. And the first celebrity you see is? The first celebrity I ever saw was at Jerry's Famous Deli in, oh, uh, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, of course, had to be, right? Had to be. And it was funny oh, because I was here. I can't remember. I was trying my best to remember because I was here with my parents and possibly my brother. So it was either USC like move-in day or it was like yeah. orientation. You know, it was right. one of those yes. like pre-college yes. kind of things. We but, had uh, a walking... week. It's just the week before school starts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm walking, I tour from the restroom uh, back to our table. And uh, right there is uh, Ian Ziering from 90210, Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, and, and, <laughs> This was this was in the height of of it was like ninety it was like ninety six right so the the show was still going strong he was a very famous person uh, recognizable to me at least and uh, I did a double take and I was like wow he's just and then of course I'm like wow he's just hanging out eating with his friends stars they're just like us yeah they eat they eat nineteen dollar sandwiches <laughs> that is that is so good on so many levels because. The, my first sighting, I didn't include this because I hadn't lived here. I was visiting my dad. Most people may not know who this is because it was a while ago. But do you remember the show Arliss in like the mid to late 90s? Oh, yes. yeah. Tell me it was Robert Wool. We walked right up to Robert Wool's table at Jerry's Deli. No, it was not. Right to introduce ourselves. That's great. Robert <laughs> remember Wool. how I told you? Remember in past shows, I've mentioned that like as a kid, while everyone else loved Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I was fangirling over Dennis Miller. Yeah. Well, guess who pointed out Robert Wool? That's great. As a teenage girl. So yeah, that's so funny. Um, I saw my first literal celebrity that I saw a couple weeks after I moved here at some bar I was out with friends was, now in retrospect, I know it's Elijah Wood. But okay. then it was like, you guys, I met Topher Grace. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, he's a hobbit. He's a Brit. No, he's not really British, but he's got big blue eyes. You Topher Grace. No, no, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. No, the other, um, that he was a child star. Macaulay Culkin. No, no, wow. the other one. So, Elijah. You couldn't, was, you couldn't, you couldn't conjure Frodo? I couldn't get there. I think it was pre-Frodo. What, what year No, was that was it? like 2002. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I should have known. It would have been eh, right when the movie came out. <laughs> so definitely didn't notice, but the one that was right after that, that I was like, you have arrived. I went on a date 
at some at place you would go some like mid like mid high level, level. cool <laughs> high level but like no. for locals on the west side you know what i mean not like Spago, but like so that only the west siders know and it was okay. some italian place i can't remember the name oh you can't really remember fine. no it was a long time ago i am a tell married me where it was. Woman. tell um, me where it was and i'll tell you what it was <laughs> i feel like it was a guy's name okay it was the name of the was italian place was it? I think it was. <laughs> no, it was not. Was it Vito on, on either? Yeah, Pico or Ocean Park, one of those if east I'm, west streets. If I'm lying, I'm, I'm Holy crap. 99% sure it was Vito. Can I God tell you the truth? Uh, we have a uh, we have a, uh, a, a regular customer VIP loyalty card that gets us 20% off of Vito. Brian, do me a favor. When you don't have either a wine club membership or a restaurant membership, you let me know because it'll be a shorter list. Um, okay, of course you do. Of course. I, lo I love that little place. I was eating. I think it was Vito. I look up. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The, sorry. The maitre d' and our server last night, uh, like the head server at Dear John's, uh, yeah. was at Vito. That's how we of knew him. Of course he was. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anyway, for, I interrupted for you. For no, for for putting a bow on that because I look up and even the great Brian Bishop, who knows all the stars and celebrities, would have dropped his spaghetti fork when he saw Sir Ringo Star. Oh my, that's royalty right there. Sitting, just talking. I I imagine with his lady and then another couple, and I I went totally silent and I said I have arrived and I didn't bother him because I knew that that's not what people do and I ate my you know, uh, pasta fagiole or whatever the hell it was. And I was just happy to be breathing the same air as Ringo Starr. That's uh that, that, that trumps all. The pun that's that a good get, fantastic. right? Yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah. So fucking Beatle, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Not since we heard that, that the great Paul McCartney dropped into an Adam Carolla and friends at the improv. Have you been so impressed by a Beatle? Seriously, this uh, the, I, the listeners, uh, if, if you're interested, there's a lot of uh, branches on this tree we could do. You know, I've had some sad celebrity uh, interactions oh, out, sure. outside of, you know, professional uh, shows and whatnot. I mean, just out in the wild. Um, I've had some very benign ones and people often, well, you know, a question we should do um, soon. I get this all the time. You must get it too, to a certain extent. People are like, Hey, I'm coming to LA and I want to see celebrities. What, what, where mm. should I go? What restaurant should I go to? It's like, I can offer you two or three or it's a you know high likelihood. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Give us, uh, we want to know the answers to your questions. We want to know um, where where you go as a local or when you're coming here for vacation, what are you dying to see? We'll read some of those on the show. It'll be fun. So, um, you know, we kind of just like talking to you and we continue to amuse each other and hopefully you and, and we're going to do this for a good long while. So thank you for sticking around and for still being with Brian and I. And um, we'll talk to you real soon. And I promise next time, perhaps we'll have uh, some catchy catchphrase to go out. But for today, that's Brian and I, Gina. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Brian and Gina Show. To get in touch with the hosts or buy their books, hit them up at at baldbrian and at Gina Grad on Twitter and Instagram or by email at podcasts at lamag.com. To get connected with LA Magazine, hit them up at at lamag on Twitter and Instagram. Talk soon.